0: Hey all you Trek Live crew members this is Trek Live Dan just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion without further ado enjoy the show and we are not live
1: for episode not live live, 164 of Trek live Uh, scheduling stuff in April is going to be kind of tough so in order to bring everybody content and to keep us rolling we are pre-recording this episode of Trek live so how you
0: doing tonight Dan doing all right it's not our favorite thing we do like to have you guys join the discussion but it will Also, it's a double edged sword because you also get Star Trek content as well. So we do, we will miss you that weekend, but also you get content. So I'm excited to talk about this especially.
1: So. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to skip the rewatch recap um, because tonight's episode or this this. this week's episode uh, (laughs) is pretty much a big, long rewatch recap for Dan. And I think to give a little sneak preview, I have a feeling that I may be live by myself next week um, to do a little rewatch recap i expect to probably be hopefully done uh season one of voyager and season three of deep space nine by the time that weekend hits so i'll do a little solo because you're not going to be available uh just my thoughts and kind of sum up those seasons uh just to deliver some live content and hopefully chat with some folks so what do you got
0: uh, just before we start, Bill's actually doing all the producery stuff, so I just want to give a shout out to him because thanks it makes my job a little bit easier. Uh, so especially this week with uh,
1: looking at your rewatch and your sort of yeah uh, you know feedback and response to Deep Space Nine season four, this is going to be a one of our see it skip it thumbs up thumbs down sort of sum ups of your experience with a season of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. This is season four. Uh, So before we get into it, uh, just as a reminder, in case there's somebody watching this for the first time that hasn't seen our season one, two, and three... Uh, similar conversation, how do you decide? Because it's not just as simple as, if I'm remembering correctly myself, uh, it's not just as simple as, hey, is the episode good or the episode bad? There's a little more thought that goes into it on your part. So talk a little bit about your criteria for what sort of edges an episode into yes territory or no territory, the way you're thinking about it for this.
0: It's essential viewing in the aspect of is it pivotal to a character or the story or the show? So there might be – there will be some (laughs) – episodes in this season and in prior seasons where you look at it that's a stinker to me but there is Mm -hmm. there might be something a little moment a little storyline a B plot or an A plot that is pivotal for uh, character the story or the show so that's how I kind of um I think I the the example that I use is storyteller. Oh, I was just is, about to say that it was, right was a see it for me because it's pivotal for the Bashir O'Brien kind of bromance. How they where they came from, how it started, yeah. literally started from rock bottom and went all the way up. So, um, so if you see. Uh, one of those type of episodes. To, in this episode that we're recording, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's why. That's why it's a. Um, so, well, and mm-hmm. vice versa, it's skip it. So if it's not, if I don't think it's essential, if I don't think it's essential viewing yeah it's a skip it for me so
1: okay so episodes that are well produced you know well done like on the on the merits but that kind of feel empty to you and don't feel like they're like incredibly important to the overall dynamic might edge into skip it territory and an episode that you don't even really enjoy that much might be a see it because it it, you know adds a degree of character development or moves the story for the grander you know Story arcs forward in a way that's important.
0: But I do want to preface that this is my list and this is my opinion. So I would love to see your guys to see a skip it list. I would love to be proven wrong as well. Say, hey Dan, this is not. I don't agree with this pick. This is why reasons why I definitely. Um, I love to be proven wrong. So.
1: Yeah, it's just. It's- it's a conversation starter is really all it is. It's a way to yep. talk about these episodes in a way that's unique and uh, the other thing we do with this is we don't just go chronologically. We don't just start it the way of the warrior and end at Broken Link. I'm going to put a board up uh, of episode, like a, basically an episode listing and I'm just going to kind of bounce around and ask Dan his thoughts on each episode yep. along the way and we'll we'll put up a see it, skip it next to each episode title until we're all the way through it. So we'll talk a little bit about all the episodes, some might go down longer rabbit holes than others. Some might be real quick in and out. Some we might talk about a little bit more. Uh, Some I'm really eager to talk about. Some I think I already know, uh, or we've maybe already covered a good bit on the show uh, Mm. in our traditional rewatch recaps. So we'll bounce around and kind of just see where the conversation goes from here. Um, So if you're ready, and I think we're through like the intro stuff, I'm going to put the episode listing up now. Let's do it. And we will get rolling with uh, looking at these episodes one at a time
0: yep uh season as a whole kind of overview before we get into it real quick yeah um very consistent season um this is this is typical deep space 9 where a run of episodes yeah they don't have part one and part two but they are are connected have connective tissue um as bill put bill puts it so um very consistent uh yeah strong season for sure
1: yeah i uh I totally agree. I think this is high point Deep Space Nine. You know, th- this is at the point where Deep Space Nine kind of hit its zenith and uh, hitting really consistent runs and the, the bigger story arcs are really, you know, coming together. Uh, this is you know, the meat and potatoes of Deep Space Nine. So, yeah, um, a, a successful season, uh, I would suspect, that we're going to come away with this right. <laughs> at the end of the day. I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be the takeaway. Uh so, I'm curious right off the bat, uh, you and I have talked about it off air. We've actually talked about it on Trek Live um, a good bit um, as a kind of controversial episode. Uh, I'm starting gonna, right away. Starting okay. right away. It's okay. the one I'm the Bye. most in. This is how Jumping we're doing right it. Right in. Okay. Uh, it, the, the, this is going to be driven by partially, the, all the all the takes are going to be yours as far as like, the quality of the episodes and how you feel about them. But I'm going to drive where we go. Um, and I'm okay. curious to hear your thoughts on the quickening because I have no idea. I know you watched it just a few days ago. From the time we recorded this, and we mm-hmm. haven't talked about your your uh, feelings on it. Um, yeah. What what were your takeaways on the quickening as a okay hot rod just episode a, of-
0: just a preface? If you guys haven't been around, if you guys are new here, uh, we had a very not heated discussion, but a polar opposite discussion uh, with Jim with Trek Ranks on uh, for episode fifty, I think. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I, it is a, see it for me. Um, it was tough. Uh, pivotal, pivotal episode for the Bashir character. Um, I think, uh, at the beginning, uh, he kind of talks about how he wanted to be on the edge of, you know, pushing the boundary of medicine and exploring and all these things. And this, we get a chance to, an opportunity to actually see that, um, other side of the coin it's not an easy watch it is definitely not a saturday night hey i'll just casually pop this in Mm -hmm. um which there's another episode on this list it's probably the uh probably the same type of uh episode but um yeah this is definitely a, a really a gut punch uh it really goes very very dark very dark um play some with some dark themes definitely a tough watch um I think it's pivotal for the Bashir character, and uh, um, yeah, I, it's a see-it for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bashir is a character who, right from the beginning, is kind of battling his own kind of arrogance and his overconfidence and his his greenness. Like uh, all, all these factors are big parts of his character and things that rub people the wrong way, especially early on when you first meet him. Uh, some of his colleagues on station think he's. Aryan and and of himself, mm-hmm. and I think those kinds of mentalities kind of come back yeah. to uh, haunt him here. I think, and and he has to confront his own um, awareness of those qualities. Uh, so I, I like it on those grounds. I like the 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 dramatic heft of it, uh, but it, I totally get it's very much a tough set. It's not an easy. Not an easy relaxing episode. None that episode fifty. I, I advocated for it. I thought it was really good. I've always thought it was really good. Jim Morehouse from Trek Ranks is not a huge fan. Uh and if you want to hear our kind of back but, and forth, check out episode fifty.
0: But yeah, it, it's a great it's a great simple setup though. It's a simple Star Trek setup. Like yeah. how many times have we seen they respond to a distress call and they solve the problem of the week at yeah. the end of the episode? But the, the beauty of this episode is it <laughs> fails big time. Yeah. Um does tie it up kind of, but it's not one of those things where it's like, Okay, it's complete. It's I mean, I, yeah, no, it's it's you, this is a type of episode that you'll think back on and it'll it'll stick with you. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's to see it. So,
1: Yeah, I talk a lot about episodes that kind of leave the crew kind of you know, walking away, hat in hand, you know, head down a little bit. I think going back to TOS, that was a quality that they would kind of return to. Episodes like Charlie X, like all the way back as early as that, where episodes kind of end on a sour note where the crew doesn't feel good about where things are left. And this is, I think, yeah. an episode in that camp. And I tend to like those episodes. I like... Things not getting laughed out to the credits, you know, too often, and uh, that's element of realism because I yeah. think life. that's that's the same thing. And you're right about it's a it's a pretty steady premise in Star Trek. Like, how many episodes of Star Trek across all these shows do you come across a like a virus of the week, something that has to get cured? Yeah, and and this one is a virus that not only isn't totally really cured at the end of the episode. Like Bashir finds a vaccine for it and there's some hope for the future. Um, but it's not, certainly not resolved. But this is a this is a virus that like ravaged the culture and you're seeing, you know, what the what the consequences of, of that are. And it's tied into the Dominion and yeah, some of the bigger picture Deep Space Nine stuff is, you know, getting explored here yeah. too so i'm a fan i'm glad you took some things away from it i'm not surprised to hear you say it's not an easy watch because it's not that's just the fact um yeah. it's it's not a pleasant experience and i think that drives the polarization of the episode a lot uh that it's, mm-hmm. that it's so dark and grim um
0: Can, yeah um, I guess maybe we should do that whole episode on this. I uh, you know, I got a, I got a lot of thoughts, but yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm also eager to hear your thoughts on. Let's get the the, the big sort of unofficial two parter out of the way with Homefront and Paradise Lost, like right in the middle of the season. That's the Earthbound, uh, Cisco, yeah, Dad, uh, Joseph Cisco, and changelings on Earth wreaking havoc. Uh, where do you sit on those two? Pretty much
0: well? both see it yeah, you have to cool. Uh can't see one without the other uh big grand it feels really big it's a big um a political statement kind of type of episode yeah. um we get to go back there's some great backstory stuff with um cisco's dad and everything i think it's just it has everything it's got like this this great story um great political message but there's also some great backstory everyone it feels like everyone has a lot to do in it there's some jake is some has some good stuff in it yeah uh, just a, a great fun Cisco not fun but a great Cisco family outing I should say
1: yeah I feel like you know like any Star Trek episode uh, it, it could really be this could have worked on its own just as like a political allegory a big picture yeah. universe kind of altering story about changelings on earth and, or it could have worked really well as like a Cisco family drama and the thing that makes <laughs> it kind of great is that it does both pretty easily and it yeah. You know, both those things kind of capitalize on each other and play off each other well it's a classic yeah. case of like A and B plots fitting together seamlessly and, and taking advantage of each other um, let's, let's get a skip it that I'm pretty sure is going to be here off the board where do you stand on the muse which we talked a little bit about last week
0: the Muse is in the firm camp of Skip It and nah. probably in the bottom barrel of Beast Mace, Deep Space Nine as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a tough hour to get through, <laughs> not in the way that the quickening was. It was you almost needed uh, to take a
1: week off Deep Space Nine because of it. I think. <laughs> yeah, I
0: just... Which I, I, I took a, a couple days off just because... Um, uh, the way that I, I, I kind of... I try to do three episodes a week. So it was like after hard time. And then the next three episodes, I knew were books was coming. So I was like, oh, man, I just had this tough watch with hard time. And then now I'm coming into a, a rough patch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, the muse is um utterly pointless uh, stuff in the field, <laughs> out of character. Um, I, I'm not going to be too harsh. It's... Uh, yeah, that's that's all i will say. I uh, have to skip it. You yeah. don't need to watch. It. It's a misfire
1: for sure. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah. I think if they're, they're I'm sure Rare people, there are people Rare out midfire. there who like it. I, I think Cyber Honey, who's often a participant in our chats, might even be a fan of it. Uh, but um, not the not the most common take, I would I would say. Uh, what about? Let's go to uh, let's go to a lighter lighter fair. Let's go to Little
0: Green Men. Uh,
1: the time travel romp with the
0: Ferengi. Uh, I I really love this episode because it's one of those it's a see it for me. Okay. Because it's one of those very few episodes where I would say I could confidently say like, hey, this is this is a comedy episode. Right, it's got some it's got some sci-fi flavors to it with um, traveling back in time getting off the station doing a bunch of stuff with some smuggling and some yeah and some fun things like that but um, it really to me it's a really good comedy and I think um, it's uh, it's just great it's really fun it's really fun I love it
1: I do too it's one of my favorite Star Trek comedies I think it's a high point for the Ferengi like stories that really focus on not just quark but the Frangi family uh you know that's a certainly almost like a sub series within deep space nine it's one of those things that you you chart all the way through it and there's a few episodes of season that really go into that and and give those characters a lot of room to breathe and i think there's some mixed results in that pool of episodes um but i think that's a might be my favorite of all of them uh that that would fit into that like subseries of deep space nine, uh, and actually I think I, I did this last time, and I think this is a natural place to kind of start with this. Um, let's let's kind of keep on that track and look at bar association, like the maybe okay. the next step along that road of looking at quark and the other Ferengi um, with a lot of Ferengi action, so to speak. Yeah. yeah.
0: It is. This was one of those tough picks. Yeah. Um. It is a see it for me. Okay. Uh, I uh, oh, man, I could go both ways here, but I think there's some there's some good ROM stuff. I think. Yeah. Uh, and and some Ferengi kind of backstory stuff that I think that um uh, is important. Uh, I think we get um just some good just some good Ferengi backstory stuff that hey uh. They you know tolerate you know these these coups or these <laughs> uh, picketing whatever but <laughs> I I think one of my favorite aspects of this episode is it it feels such it feels so simple like just really homey we're at we're on the station we're dealing with some stuff on the station yeah and I think I people agree. forget there's so much going on outside um, and again this this is my kind of maybe a, a a point I'm trying to make about other episodes but there's so much going on outside it's it's fun to kind of have this like simple little on the station setup up <clears throat> setup episode where because um, it's, it's people forget it's a busy yeah. space station so we're gonna have these type of things on the station so I like that we get to see um some stuff, some more simple stuff, just on the station. Yeah, for the for the Starfleet crew, like Cisco and company, it's a
1: completely stressless situation. Like there's no crisis, there's no there's no reason yeah. to get worked up. It's just like this. Uh, yeah. There's a thing going down, going on down at Quark's, uh, like a labor battle, <laughs> and that's that's it. Like yeah, they're, they're, it's it's very casual and very low stakes, and that's kind of nice, especially in Deep Space Nine when they can do that because. It's like
0: quickening and <laughs> yeah.
1: hard time where it's not, not quite so light.
0: Yeah. But if you think about it, what's going on outside, there's three potential war fronts. Yeah. right. We've got the Klingon stuff. we got the um, Dominion. Dominion stuff. And we got the, the Badlands stuff with all the the Maquis. So yeah. there's, there's so much going on outside. I, I like that oh, we got this simple... Mm-hmm strike going on
1: <laughs> but it is it. but it is Star Trek like it doesn't because the Ferengi allows for these kinds of issues to get talked about and the Federation is so beyond those issues like it is an episode of Star Trek that talks about you know labor rights and you know workers rights and unionization yeah. and you know yeah. forms of economies and things like that are all kind of on display here where you don't you don't get a lot of that in other episodes just because of the nature of where the Federation kind of sits yeah. on that spectrum yeah. Um and then I guess the last big Quark episode, unless I'm missing one uh, here, would be Body Parts, which I have no idea what you thought of because you just recently watched it and we haven't talked since. So I'm curious, yeah. where does where does Body Parts sit for you?
0: It is a see-it. People yeah. are like, Man, I'm getting tired of the fringy, But here's why it's a see-it. I, I'm terrible with episode names, but Quirk in the previous season he goes back to Fringinar and, and he's so by the book. He's so against his mother, just like playing outside the lines, playing outside the lines of a um, uh, Frangi, all the, the rules of acquisition and things like that. And he's so against that. And then this is him like it's a there's, there's a character arc. He's like um, just uh, and there's a feel good moment at the end. I love. Yeah. <laughs> with all the uh, <laughs> all the crew and, and everyone on the station pretending to that there's like this some phantom renovation, and then they need storage. In typical Quark fashion, he answers with, uh, "Well, there'll be a small storage." <laughs> <fee?"> <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I love that feel-good moment at the end. But I think um, this is pivotal for Quark's character development from earlier seasons, where he was so against his mom just completely never wanted nothing to do with her now like he's got kind of his own rebellion in his own way so
1: yeah it pushes him to a vulnerable place where he has to uh, challenge his own you know hardline yeah. you know traditional Ferengi values but yeah it, it's I agree I think that's I hadn't thought of it as like an extension of family I think it's yeah it's Family business, I think it's called, uh, from season three, where, she, where he yeah. goes back to Ranganron and he's got all the stuff with his mom and she's doing stuff she shouldn't be doing, earning money, yeah. investing. Um, and yeah. his very traditional conservative views are kind of on display. And like you said here, all those values are sort of tested. And,
0: yeah, and in Body Parts, we get Brunt as well anytime. Um, yeah. I think it's Jeffrey, I think it's Jeffrey Gomes. Anytime Jeffrey comes, which he's got a lot of action uh, in the season, but anytime Jeffrey Combs is on set. It's a, it's a lot of
1: So, absolutely, I agree. Um, let's let's maybe the easiest transition there is to go to to the death because that's the introduction of Wei-Yun, uh, with a very action heavy um, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Hadar Starfleet joint venture kind of a story um kind yep. of balls to the wall action adventure tale uh another one that we haven't talked about these last handful i really don't know so i'm glad to be knocking them out what do you what do you think be um, it's a see
0: it um you sound unenthused it's it's there's some there's some points in it where it's like uh it's 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 it, Suffers from the um, into darkness syndrome, where it's just act, insert action scene here. Oh, okay. Um, I do like the the um, there's there's a deep cut reference to um, some Star Trek. I don't know uh, into the Star Trek universe of with with the archway can do and things yeah, like that. I, I do like that, um, and I also like that the. Perspective—they're playing with the perspective, perspective of the Dominion, yeah. and that both like it, you could see, um, you could see Cisco having to weigh his options. Like, well, I mean, I don't want to help the Dominion here, but if I don't, then it's kind of bad. It's like it, its a great weighing options kind of dilemma. Yeah. Um, but it's also like we've the the perspective of the Dominion has always been. Uh, this big bad wolf on just outside the door, right? Um, but uh, in, in another episode that maybe we'll talk about <clears throat> this, um, but it, yeah, it just they just play with the perspective okay, they're not actually going to war right away, like, there's there's some common ground that we can find here, so uh, yeah, it kind of leads into uh, another episode, that's what I'm trying to say,
1: yeah, it's um. Yeah. I, I certainly like the way that it sort of forces Cisco to sort of weigh the the benefit of helping in this situation. Like, is it better to try to make amends and you know maybe start a path toward helping in peace, or do yeah. you uh, you know kind of just a- watch the house burn and not not? But yeah. the, the, he's put in a tough spot. I mean, the the teaser of that episode I think is really strong. Where they show it back at the station and the upper pylons blown off and. He, the beam onto the, the, the station, and people heard everywhere. It's, I think Avery Brooks is really strong. I think, I think Alex Perry, it might have been Alex Perry, was tweeting uh, in the last week or so about that episode starting off really well. Good teaser. Um, and I would agree with that. I think it starts off with a bang. And it does get cred for uh, the way you intro it was uh, kind of putting him on the map. <laughs> um, let's look at. Uh... Where can we go from
0: here let's go yeah i don't know go ahead yeah where where do you want to go uh no no, no, there's a a tie-in to broken link but i think i'll save my if if.
1: let's go to broken link let's knock it out let's let's just let the 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 segue is just kind of curious
0: yeah, so I, I talked about talking about uh, Jid the death. I talked about the perspective of of, of the minion. Dominion um, in the early parts of the episode. You feel like they're gonna like it's everything's gonna be okay. They're gonna save, uh, especially with the changeling that comes on and, and talks to Odo. But there's a point in this episode where I'm like, where it, where the main changeling flips a switch. It's when it's and I'm glad that it's cool when we, I was like, why is Garrick on, <laughs> on this mission? Like, uh, but the that moment that went between that exchange between <laughs> Garrick and the main changeling, where she was like, no, there's no surprise, and then she was just went on this just ramp, it's just, just was it's like, crazy. okay, yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're dangerous because yeah. it was up to then, I was like. They're helping all this, uh, with o- all the stuff, with Odo and, and and to the death too, and all these things. But um, sorry, <laughs> back over. You're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just that that flip of the switch. from like, oh, that's where the stakes just just rose a little bit. And I was and I was wondering, I was like, why is Garrick on the here? Because he's trying to save his friend from you know season four. But uh, man, it's. Yeah, flips
1: the switch. It does. Really cool. So I'm getting to see it. I'm assuming. Yes,
0: very much see it. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's that might be my favorite moment in that episode is the Garrick attempt to uh, get some information and then his his last ditch effort to isn't that the episode where he tries to blow up the planet? Like he tries to yeah, he, he tries to like yeah. hack into the the yeah. to find its weapons and gets caught yeah there's some there's some good garrick stuff there and because, tie into last season with improbable cause and die's cast and really really strong stuff
0: because up to that point the founders specifically i mean the jim and Dar have always been they've always been really aggressive but the 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 founders have been very docile very just yeah lightly spoken and by that she flips a switch and she just like, yeah yeah they're not
1: screwing around and all the all the all this danger is coming from them like at the end of the day that's the source of these decisions and their their stance is coming from the the founders uh yeah i think i think it does establish the seriousness of that threat for sure
0: and you and you get uh kind of a insight into why they're so why they (laughs) Bloopers <laughs> later. <laughs> and the, the, the why the the founders are the way that they are is because, uh, they I think they're fear of solids, so, and they want to control things, so. Finally, get some insight into that. So it's a, definitely a see it. I mean, it's a season finale. You guys see it. So. You gotta see it. There's a
1: lot, I think there's a lot brought to the table for Odo's character, uh, for the for the bigger picture stuff that you're talking about with the way that we view the Dominion and their. And what a cliffhanger, too. Good cliffhanger. Good twist at the end. Uh, You kind of get... Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. You kind of get what uh, kind of the motivation um, or kind of see what their their plan is. They're trying to um, turn up the heat on their side. Yep. uh, And then kind of come in, swoop in. So, um, like, what a cliffhanger. I can't imagine having to wait all summer to figure out what was going to happen. But... Or whenever it... Uh, Finished. Yeah, it it was
1: definitely like a three-month wait, and uh, it left a lot (laughs) hanging for sure. And it it, the the weird thing about it is, I think back in back then, I think because by this point there had been such a track record for like season-ending cliffhangers, like part one, part two, like Mm. you know, you know, I think. No, like basics have happened by this point. All the TNG ones yeah. have happened. Uh, even the Gem of Dar is not like a part one, part two—but that had a pretty, pretty strong punch. This one, I think, because of it being so character-centric on Odo and what he's dealing with, it feels much more intimate and as like a smaller episode as as the finale. But it definitely does uh, low-key and quietly throw some heavy weight down uh, with the, the bigger picture storyline with the Dominion and where it's going from here so it's, it, yeah. I, I would agree that it's essential viewing. Um, kind of continuing on with the Odo stuff let's double back and look at an episode like Crossfire which is a very small intimate <laughs> character drama that's Odo and yeah. Big René or Virginie, uh acting showcase um, <laughs> where do you stand you
0: just, on this? You just find the ones that I'm on the fence about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the ones that draw my interest for sure <laughs> It's a see it. Okay. Um, uh, I know. Yeah. I know Odo can is there's there's some good progression with the jealousy and that that kind of because I think that uh, Odo's relationship with Kira is is a pivotal essential viewing anytime that's on screen. Uh, so Crossfire is definitely on there, but. Um, It's
1: it's it was a tough one for me. It's a tough sit. It's not the most I, another one. I, not.
0: I thought about yeah,
1: but yeah, go ahead. No, I, I, yeah, I, I think there, there's a lot of good acting in it, and I think it does add some context to this growing relationship between Kira and Odo. This at least more complicated relationship over time that just continues to evolve and add texture. And uh, <laughs> I think. Um, I always think of the, the, the scene where they're stuck in the turbo lift together and I think Renee Rene, original last performance of that Still terrible awkward nightmarish like Worst possible situation you can find yourself worst in time. in his in his situation uh, to be stuck there is just uh, really really tough and I think that performance is really strong and is stuck with me. And That's another episode I mentioned earlier, uh, an episode I watched, uh, Heart of Stone, another *Deep Space Nine episode that I, I wasn't fond of as a kid and as a teenager, but yeah. really has worked much stronger, uh, m- much better on me as an adult. And this that's *Crossfire* is another example of that. Um, yeah. A lot of them in Deep Space Nine, I think.
0: Um, there's some... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just real quick. There's some funny stuff with Quark in it as well. Um, I yeah. guess they're Odo's <laughs> neighbors with Quark. Yes! Uh, he's he's kind of upset at the noise. And then uh, later on in the episode, there's some really, really good stuff, I think. Agreed. Um, with, with that dynamic and that relationship. Which is... We haven't really seen this side of it, so it's nice yes. to see. Yeah, see that.
1: Yeah. That.
0: So it's a it. I, I convinced myself
1: it's a C.I. You're, you're firmly in the C.I. camp. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: let's go to, let's look at Worf,
1: the new edition. Uh, maybe talk a little sure. bit about how he integrates into the show. There's some episodes along the way here, um, looking at. Four that stand out really strongly to me as like yeah these are war stories obviously the way of the warrior let's let's knock out the premiere
0: let's um, see it It's got to yeah. might be yeah top 10 track I think wow okay uh, yeah. that's really good I really like it <laughs> hard to argue with that
1: yeah, yeah I mean it's it's a classic and it's it's the game changer for the show and for warf and that's uh, yeah. it's an easy one uh, not a lot to say we covered it back in the day and uh, we could do a whole episode on the way of the warrior um Let's look at the Sword of Kalos, another episode that I, I know the answer, uh, I think, because I know you really were fond of it, at least on the merits. Uh, where do you where do you sit at this point with it?
0: Anytime we can relive a like anything that makes a Klingon drinking song like you can't not see it. You have to see it. The the backstory of, of the of this uh, all the Klingon backstory stuff is is fantastic. I'm a big Klingon guy, yeah. so this is definitely a big for me. I didn't expect the end. I didn't expect that um, to to send that out in, into space. But um, I really like. Yeah, it, I feel like after I watch it, I'm like man, I I think they're gonna sing songs about this. You know, it's that's I think of Mark a good I uh, story good Klingon story for sure. Yeah, I uh,
1: I I'm not surprised to hear that. I've I've always been a little mixed on Sword of Calus. It's another one though that I've kind of grown to like more as I've grown older. I think to look at like uh, power corrupting and you know the mm. the, the, the sort of uh, obsessive drive to to, to get something uh, and yeah. what that can do uh, to somebody. Uh, the the downside of that I think there's some really good stuff and I do like the ending a lot as well uh, more controversial episode that we talked a little bit about a couple of weeks ago Sons of Moog, uh, another one with a, with a tough ending and uh, it's another one that I think you, you can split. I remember doing grade grade this episode polls and uh, prior rewatches I haven't been doing that as much lately but uh, that was always an episode that you would like see a wide variety of grades from people everything from an A to an F. Uh, where do you stand on Sons of Moog?
0: Uh, it's a see it only because it's pivotal to the story and the character uh, of those two guys. I just it's almost like just it's the reset button. I I'm not a fan of that. Which I really like the dynamic of. Uh, I I I may have seen said this on here before, but I'd I'd love to see a, a TV show just on Klingon houses and the dramas and things like that. I, I think that would be fun. But anytime we get to see um just backstory of Klingons again but I don't agree with the decision at the end mm-hmm. uh, with Worf's Orf dis- decision and the decision to reset that character just uh not a fan of that ending <laughs> um just feels too easy too cheap uh, yeah, I, I think
1: uh, that's been my sort of hang up with it as well. I've, I've never been a fan of the ending. I always feel like it's a it's a cop out and a uncharacteristic decision. Uh, I, I don't necessarily like the, the compromise of the values and the sort of sheet. Uh, tough issues explored in that episode. I think there's some good stuff. Kind of building, slowly building uh, the wharf Dax stuff. Oh you know, yeah, there's that's some,
0: early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It is. It's not. It's not quite like. Apparent, like it's not obvious that that's where they're going with it yet, but they're slowly sort of putting those two characters in a situation where you could you could see it going that way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that they were consciously building to that yet, but uh, yeah, because it makes it she easy was to chart it.
0: she was with them and sort of Kalis. Yeah. And now she was in Sons of Mogue. She was like really heavily involved as well. Yeah. They're 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 dropping the breadcrumbs.
1: Yeah, they are. I think pretty quickly. Uh, Dax's yeah, think, comfort with the Klingon yeah. stuff makes that an easy dynamic to start with. Yeah. So, and then uh, Rules of engagement's the sort of fourth big wharf episode in the fourth season uh, I remember I think it was last week you talked about being pretty fond of it uh, do you still
0: stay yeah, by that? yeah it's shout out to a few good men uh, any courtroom drama a big courtroom drama type of guy there's other TV shows that I like about it <laughs> uh, that I like but um, yeah really good guest star in that I think he kills it um yeah, just really 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 good stuff. Really good stuff.
1: Yeah, I like the the it's rare to see a, a, a one of our heroes in a command decision kind of a situation where they screw up. And they, they they don't do it perfectly, you know. It's not it's not uh, screwed up to the extent that that Klingon advocate is attesting to, and not the case he's making. I think it's it falls short of that level of uh, incompetence. Uh, but it, the, as Cisco kind of lets Worf have it at the end, there were mistakes made. Oh, and uh,
0: epic dressing. We're talking is. about top ten addressing downs. This has got to be in, in definitely.
1: Yeah, Cisco lets him have it, and that's refreshing to see. I think it's an important little little beat to play in 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 Trek that it doesn't always go well, and mistakes get made, and lives get lost, and high high stakes situations are stressful, and you know they don't always go perfectly.
0: But this is just another example, a very a big wide example. But there's other examples in the beginning of the season, in kind of the front half where Worf doesn't really fall in line he doesn't really fit very well he steps on odo's toes you yeah. know he gets everyone's kind of scared of him on the station you know things like that he's he's a kind of at least in the back half he's staying on the defiant like he's just uh it's not like a seamless transition here which is so cool to see because um i think I know, at least in star trek we don't get to see those types of trans- transitions so i love that yeah it's I- not a sp- that's not a specific episode, but I just want to throw that out, throw that out there. T- totally agree. I think
1: they do a really nice job this season, especially of slowly easing Worf in and having their challenges, and that it's not like a totally natural fit right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's a that's a well achieved aspect of this season. Um, let's let's add a skip. It, I believe. I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong here, uh, but I'm assuming. I know you're not a huge fan of Shattered Mirror. Is that? A, that's a skip it. That's a skip it. Okay.
0: I talked about it before. We have so much going on. This is kind of on the other side of the coin though. We've got so much going on inside and outside of the station. Why are we going to a different universe here? I just <laughs> I don't really care about the characters on that side very much. So uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh I, I, I understand and that.
0: You're- I just uh, yeah.
1: You're long on the record as being a skeptic and not not an easy sell for the the Mirror Universe stuff. Um, And I think this is the point in Deep Space Nine where it really starts to feel tired and uh, frustrating as like a diversion. So,
0: hard to argue. It's it's tough because I think, like... Cisco is obviously going to go all protective dad. Like, I like that he sticks to his kind of character, and I feel like he would be protective of Jake. Uh, but I just, yeah, I just don't like it. Skip it, moving on. <laughs> Skip it, moving on. Let's let's look at uh let's
1: look at rejoined as a as a Dax story. Uh, diving into the trill, the, the, going back in previous seasons, you got episodes like Playing God, like Equilibrium, like Facets. There's been a lot explored with the trill culture and uh, the, what it's like to be a joined trill, and Rejoined is certainly a, an important look at another aspect of that. How do you feel yep. about? It?
0: that story uh it's definitely a see it with all the with all the backstory of just the dax character um it's definitely a see it for me i think i think every trekkie is like since the 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 trill conception of how they have had different hosts and things like that there's always been that big question like well what if what if they meet someone that they you know You know, that type of thing. So um, I thought it was a good episode. I think it's definitely a see it. Yeah, I think
1: it it, uh, lifts the hood in a really interesting way. on that joint trail experience finds a a unique kind of oddball circumstance and explores the the challenges that are presented by, you know, those kinds of interactions, you know, previous hosts who had. Mm Prior intimate relations and how that can cross hairs and create issues, and I think it, it's a it's a one of the one of the early Star Trek LGBTQ sort of explorations, yeah. yeah, progressive story. I think for the time, especially, yeah. it's not it's yeah. not as uh, bold and brave as some of the stuff they're doing on Discovery. I think with kind of just taking those kinds of issues on head on, but this is certainly like a sci fi spin on those ideas, and uh, certainly as somebody who watched it in 1996 felt. Like it was a bold step and 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 a really brave episode and yeah up there for me one of my one of my favorites um, really strong Terry Farrell stuff there um, oh yeah what about um, let's do let's do Hippocratic Oath that's a that's an O'Brien Bashir story with. Um, uh, a real ethical dilemma you know you, you talked a little bit about into the death like the do we help do we not how far do we go with trying to work with these people I think Hippocratic Oath puts those kinds of decisions onto O'Brien and Bashir uh, yeah. and tests their friendship uh, in some really interesting ways but how do you feel about that one uh,
0: tough watch it's a I think it's one of those no one scenarios yeah um, definitely definitely a see it for me it's a um it's got everything it's got um this great story this great story that makes you kind of think you see you see both sides of it and uh it's also got some great uh julian and um miles stuff that uh you need with the bromance kind of overarching thing yeah um it's one of those things it's really tough it's a really tough watch um and i think it's a tough it puts those two in a tough situation nice. uh, kind of tests the friendship um so i I, just, I love it it's a great setup it's it's the perfect it's the perfect pairing um miles who's been in war who's who's fought an enemy uh like that when you got julian though who's all about just saving lives, and once be again be on the the edge of space. You know where the me- like cutting edge medicine is, and um, again, it, it uh, besides the ethical dilemma, it also kind of falls into okay in our own lives, you know, if I don't know. I don't want to get too deep, but just like, even though like someone is perceived or is supposed to be your enemy, you still help them. Like there's some, um, just rules of war, uh, types of things, really gritty stuff in this episode. So fantastic. Yeah. It's, I think they find really interesting
1: ways to take advantage of the friendship on, on its own, the, you know, the Brad and friendship. But on top of that, you have a doctor, who's got a medical problem in front of him and you have a soldier somebody with a with a military kind of background and o'brien with a combat problem in front of him and they're overlapped trying to and then then they both see different problems and they know what to do like they both know exactly (laughs)
0: right trying to save lives you know those
1: things yes they both have their clear training paths forward for how to deal with these kinds of situations and they do not jive <laughs> and they, they test the <laughs> friendship and it's really i think good stuff uh so i agree with everything you said uh what
0: about um starship down it's another one of my favorites uh with to see it yeah. another classic for this season uh and star trek i think it's full of them um there's some good um hey there's some really good uh <laughs> submarine type things yeah there's also some really good character moments there's some good character moments with cisco and, um, kira some really good character moments with the uh guest star alien with quark um i mean there's just everywhere it feels like everyone has something to do uh Warf's in command i think he's he's crawling around the ship and trying to repair it's just button heads with lower lower that yeah. crewman yeah and then yeah miles tell him that he's up mm. and then the, the, the great end scene too which there's great end scenes a lot of these episodes yeah. but i can't keep you got to keep the, the lines pretty tight you know this is i love that thing or when, when uh sorry when i was surprised mm-hmm. yeah, my brain's going like warp seven right now <laughs> <all> Just <laughs> i'm so excited to talk about deep space nine season four that's all
1: it's it's loaded with great episodes <laughs> Let's uh let's hit up uh Return to Grace, which is a Kira story with Dukat. and
0: um well, a controversial one maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's controversial. Think? I think it's I think it's to see it. Okay. It's to see it. Um I think there's some good comedic moments in it. Um there's some good again, backstory stuff in it as well uh, with with Ducot and Kind of the occupation and things like that. What happened? Who we saw? And um, yeah, I think it's it. It's a quiet scene.
1: It is if you're if you're interested in the Ducat backstory and the the layers and textures of his character. Oh wait, no. I think... Sorry, I think I might be thinking of a different episode.
0: Return to Grace is the. I was. I think I was. You are. Maybe I'm okay.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you are. You're thinking
0: of Indiscretion. They kind of go hand in hand. We should have we yeah, done that's them the, in that That's order. the one I was thinking of. But both of those are see it for me. Both are see it. I will it. talk about Return of Grace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Because um, uh, I was thinking about... I, I guess it's kind of a similar setup. The, the indiscretion's no. got more comedy in it
1: for sure with them on yeah. the, in the desert and kind of yeah. bickering return to grace is a little heavier. I think,
0: uh, with, yeah, Ducat is kind of a broken man. Like he, yes. he really, he really misses that, um, the title and having things come with that and being, uh, just a, a kind of a military man. He kind of falls into that trope, but, um, uh, yeah, indiscretion is the one I was thinking of. I got those switched. Uh, that's my bad. But yeah, I, I'm 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 am I'm a firm believer on see it for both. Um, trying to think of which one would I
1: prefer they're both pretty different i think indiscretion is yeah, more very different
0: yeah yeah uh,
1: indiscretion mm-hmm. is is more of, a, of an adventure story uh you know it's it's a kind of a take on the searchers uh, looking for ducat's lost daughter with kind of a mystery attached to john, who john is he Wayne-esque? looking for why is he here yeah, yeah john esque. uh uh, some really good location photography. Return to Grace is much more brooding and dark. I think with uh, Dukat. The, the, the reason I kind of mentioned it being controversial is I think a lot of people had mixed feelings on the sort of. You know, odd flirtation that almost goes on between those two characters no, I don't uh, think that, yeah. Yeah. No, no, Visitor didn't like it uh, and it was one of the things she kind of wished they could have done differently from what I've understood from the documentary and from interviews from the past and stuff uh, and Return to Grace I think really leans into some of those things uh, more um, which gives it some heft and some you know dramatic weight um, but can put people off as well I think yeah uh, what about uh, let's do Armand Bashir? There's a late, later.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's a it's a um, homage to to Bond, which I'm yeah, very yeah. fond of. Uh, it goes uh, a full Bond as as you can go without getting a very well known franchise lawyers involved. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's it's really good, really good. Definitely a classic as well. This this whole season is so loaded.
1: It is. It is. We're full of see and it's hard to argue with really any of them. I mean, like a lot of these things, you know, your mileage may vary. Maybe you're cooler on the quickening. Maybe you're cooler on Return to Grace. You know, there there are episodes here that I could see people going thumbs down. Yeah, you could
0: flip, you could flip a handful of these ones for sure. Yeah,
1: but I mean, yeah, I can't argue with thumbs up either. Uh, let's look at a hard time. We kind of mentioned it earlier as a really heavy, heavy, <laughs> <laughs> dramatic.
0: Uh very dramatic uh very tough watch challenge it um it's got this political this political undertone of um uh, at least for me i think uh, jail is, is supposed to be rehabilitative mm-hmm. if that's a word big one for me Not um, but it but but they don't uh did i say it right yeah yeah you did yeah Yeah, (laughs) rehabilitative instead of punitive yeah yeah yes um it and so it it plays with that but it also tackles some really dark stuff when he gets back it's just and, and and we and we've seen a couple times in star trek where um a character will get pulled off and lives this type of kind of scenario where he gets thinks he's you know uh going through this thing but he actually isn't uh but it, but to me the 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 thing that sells this episode is the 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 things they tackle and the um, kind of a social commentary on um, you know jail stuff and and also depression and and, and yeah post traumatic stress like this it they they dive into some really deep they really do topics so again along with the quickening these two episodes those two episodes not one you're putting on saturday night just casually no, no. it's definitely a um, but i think it's it's a solid episode and i think it's um it's definitely a, a pivotal for the um for the mile or miles o'brien character uh he got think he just it's going through ups and downs is you know keiko just got back and uh man it's it's really tough He's got a kid on the way. It's, it's
1: yeah, tough. It is. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he's constantly sort of dealt these tough cards uh, throughout the show. Yeah. He's the he's the easy character to kind of beat up on. And the, I think the meme is uh, Brian must suffer. It seems like uh, yeah. <laughs> his episodes tend to deal with him really getting put through the ringer, whether it's tribunal or visionary or this. Uh, and some episodes that are coming up too. He, he he gets put through the emotional grinder, and I think it's because the actor's so good. Calmini is such a yes, kind of so a so good actor, actor. So good. and he's, yeah. he's so good at playing those kinds of scenes and not overdoing it. Like he's subtle but really powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that he's a family guy's He's an every man makes it easy to like use him or for or those form. kinds of stories. Uh, yeah. So, uh, are you are you see it on that one? Yeah, see it. Big see time it. see it. Okay. Yep,
0: got to
1: see it. Yeah, I think uh, like everything you said, I agree with. I won't drag that conversation out because there's a lot to say, but not necessarily here. Uh, let's let's look at just a couple Cisco episodes here. I, I know there's one big, big one at the front of the season that I kind of want to end on. But uh, a session and for the cause. Let's talk about those two as like Cisco heavy. The session being like the prophet's Emissary you know, yeah dynamic uh where do you where do you stand on that one
0: it's a see it um again this i think this is one of those ones that could be maybe easily flipped but i think when you put it in the line of cisco kind of emissary kind of overarching theme that they play with throughout this series this is like an essential i think you got to watch it you got to like okay Cisco's okay with kind of stepping back but then he realizes like, okay, this doesn't seem right, like, seem right and maybe, I don't know, it's hard because it's like, oh, he did it because he was the, he is the emissary. Well, no it's, it's, well, I see it's what's best for Bajor and I think that is what the emissary kind of is all about, is what's best for Bajor so. It's true, yeah Yeah, that's a see it for me yeah,
1: I think I think if you're interested in char- charting the arc again of Cisco's relationship with that role and his kind of evolving position on these things, it's 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 a pretty big uh, step in that path. Uh, for the cause, it's a very different kind of Cisco episode, dealing with Maquis and you know, yeah. having having traitors in his midst uh, on yeah. multiple levels. Uh, lots of subterfuge and twists and turns. What, what, do, you, what do you think of the?
0: That's it's to cool. see it uh just because yeah again the twisty turny thing but that's just really good um it's uh it tackles some it's it tackles some stuff that's been that we've seen before but also um i love it uh i love the, the it's not a dressing down but it's kind of like a monologue like it's a i'm gonna come after you you know one of those things it's yep. it's <laughs> Yeah, Anything. with Edding Eddington. Yeah, that that ending scene was was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, just at the top of my mind. It, it kind of poses the question of, um, you know, Starfleet. If your career is Starfleet, how of, how often do like personal relationships kind of get involved with your career and your work? And this kind of kind of talks about that, and it kind of explores it, makes it very dramatic.
1: So. Yeah, I think the, the slow walk toward him realizing and accepting that uh, maybe she's doing it. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's not quite what I thought she was uh,
0: is, is really well done here initially she was like what he was like he just like went off he's like what yeah. whatever we what see it right now it's like I'll, which is yeah. natural i think that's the
1: way a lot of people would react and i think yeah, that's really exactly. well played it's well written uh the way the other characters react to that uh is is natural too and that that like i said that slow sort of progression toward not being able to deny it anymore is really well yeah. well done and there's some yeah. there's some really good scenes. There's a great scene with her at the end and there's a great scene with Eddington at the end and he's got, like I said, traitors on kind of both sides of his life. He's got a personal one, he's got a professional one and yeah. they both kind of sting equally uh, for him. Uh, so we're gonna end with the Visitor, which is the pretty undisputed um, kind of champion of the season, from most people's perspective. I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody out there. It's not a declarative, definitive statement, but I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you polled a wide range of Star Trek fans at a convention, What's your favorite episode of the season that the Visitor would win in a pretty overwhelming way. Uh, would you agree with that? Is it a see it? What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, first of all bald like a little baby this is not a bad thing <laughs> I'm usually an emotional guy when it comes to you things are. like this but uh, yeah kind of it hit home because um, I come from kind of like a kind of a single father background mm-hmm. um, so it just really really hits home just fantastic Tony Todd is amazing mm-hmm. as always but um yeah he uh, it's um it's so good it's i t- i don't even know what else to say except to kind of how it resonates with me a little bit um just, the, that importance of the uh father-son dynamic in my life is pretty big so yeah no uh, yeah this this is a this is this is a classic this is a home run yeah i think it's star like, trek at its best Maybe not one of those Saturday night casual watches, but uh, it's so good, though. It's So yeah. good. You need a good cry. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you gotta be yeah. ready for the gut punch, and it's it's definitely not yeah. not for the faint of heart, and you gotta be in the right mood for it. But uh, mm-hmm. it's it's undeniably successful. I think the stuff that it does for Jake's character, and uh, you know, I think I think the the big button on the end of it that makes it like. Tremendous and gives it real weight is that Cisco knows at the end, it's not just a reset button. Like, it's I think it's very obvious. They don't like tell you directly, like, they don't deliver a captain's log or a doctor's, but Dr. Bashir log entry That's that says so oh, Cisco that. remembers yeah. all. You can see it on Avery Brooks's face when he's sitting in engineering holding Jake, like, he knows what happened, and that I think is what. Really drives home this episode into like way upper echelon territory. Uh, it doesn't undercut that character development and those emotional beats at all. So, uh, is it uh, is it your favorite episode of the season? Do you have a different favorite episode of the season? Just kind of sum this up here with
0: uh, see it's on everything. And there's some. Uh, I would say it's probably my 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 favorite episode of the season. I think. I think there's some really close seconds some close thirds and close, and you know, um, I'm really high on, uh, Starship down the way of the warrior. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really tough because this season is so loaded. It is. With, uh, with great, 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 great. Um, yeah, with great.
1: So. Wide variety too. Everything from, uh, wide variety lots of, yeah everything from the visitor to our man Bashir which is pretty to little green men to the quickening like <laughs> pretty extreme <laughs> pretty yeah, extreme sides yeah. of the spectrum represented yeah. here um, yeah uh, 23 see its two
0: skip it's uh, yep. very lots heavy of, yeah at least on my side I use green as my see it's so uh, lots of green and me yeah. too
1: yeah. I think uh, that's that's clearly uh, the most uh, lopsidedly see it season you've done so far. I'd have to go back. I don't have like the statistics in front of me. I'm sure we'll look at that down the road as we maybe yeah, wrap okay. up Deep Space Nine for you. Um,
0: and just
1: yeah, we have graphics to, to refer back to, and I'm sure when you're when you're done, we'll we'll look at hit rates and things like that for each season. But uh, it's gonna be a tough one to top. There's 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 not not a lot of uh not a lot of missteps um and even even like using your your algorithm and your personal system of like yeah some see it's might not be like successful episodes even with that in mind like there's not a whole lot of see it's here that you would I, I didn't gather from your you didn't you didn't have many apologetic see it's so uh, yeah no no, no storytellers here uh, mm-hmm. from what i could gather yep yep uh, and last thing I'll say is I really like doing the, like the I'm I'm coming up on this season and I love doing this kind of on the forefront of me getting to it because it gives me oh, fresh things. Now it what gives me like, things to think
0: about. Think what happens at the end of the episode. I'm oh, like I remember that's the thing like
1: the the thing I love about it is I feel like I can do this without having rewatched it recently because I feel like I know the episodes pretty well but what it does do is it it allows me to like carry into these episodes some things to like look for and think about and things that I know you took from them and it gives me some fresh eyes to look at it through so definitely appreciate it on that level and I think this was a really fun conversation it makes me really excited to get to the season and dive into these episodes
0: myself so
1: yeah any closing thoughts
0: we wrap this uh, up. I don't think so. I think we should uh, wrap it up.
1: All right. Uh, I'll just say that you know, for those of you who might be listening on the podcast feed, this is a this is a classic example of. Trek Live working best as a visual uh, episode. Oh yeah, I forgot. sorry, um, no, no, yeah, no. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is a this is yeah. a show that was conceived and designed for YouTube. To to be honest, um, and we had some graphics up on the screen to make it easier to kind of follow us along and bounce around on these episodes and mark them, see it, skip it. So if you're listening, thank you very much. But consider for episodes like this, the YouTube channel yeah. um, to to watch visually if you have the time and yeah. the, the the means to do that. Um, but we appreciate you uh, consuming Trek Live in whatever form you you choose.
0: Yeah. I think I will post the full... Uh, kind of graphic, so you, you can check that out on Twitter when this episode goes live, and it, you could have it while you watch. So you can have the graphic while you watch oh, wait, if, you yeah. if you can't, if you can't, if you don't want to
1: do the thing. So sure, yeah, yeah, we'll make it easy. Uh, so this will go live on Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, as our shows typically do, um, and yeah. we hope you enjoy it and. We will hopefully see you soon in our normal
0: capacity in the weeks to come. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.